It is Coggo. That's Kylie. 14 to 8, your local. Well, Thanks, Kulabatu. Prime Minister had it on Sunday along with 18 other people. And then yesterday, it was rolled out again to Victorians. We're talking about the Pfizer vaccine, and we've got an expert from Benigo Health, Dr Andrew Mahoney, who's a clinical lead of Public Health Unit, to talk us through it this morning. G'day, Andrew. Good morning. Thanks very much for the opportunity. Everybody's uh, interested in what's going on, Andrew, uh, probably because of watching television and everything else, but it's our neck of the woods that we're more concerned with. So what is happening in Bendigo? Uh, We're very close to being ready to start vaccinating. So we're looking at the vaccine reaching us very soon in March. It'll be the start of March and hitting hitting the road running from there. Wow. So that's up at Bendigo Health. And tell us about the phases, Andrew, because I'm understanding that there's about four phases that that people have to follow uh, with getting the the Pfizer. Mm -hmm. Sure. The simplest way of looking at it is that we're all going to be in a queue. Anyone who wants to have the vaccine will be in. Which vaccine it will be exactly will depend on which one's available at that particular time when you reach the front of the queue. But So the phases are just a way of prioritising people who we think really need the vaccine first of all and that's going to be uh, for Bendigo that's going to be particularly our aged care staff and mm-hmm. residents. They're at the highest uh, priority for us and we're then looking at frontline healthcare workers, some of our emergency service workers uh, and then the phases move on from there. Rightio. So I was under the understanding that aged care facilities across Bendigo will start receiving the Pfizer vaccine as of this week. Is that right? Uh, I think it won't quite be this week from what I've been told. I think what we're going to be doing this week though is obviously preparing uh, residents and staff as well, of course, uh, to be receiving the vaccine. So there's a process involved in terms of uh, talking to people about the vaccine, of course, letting them know what uh, the benefits are, but also the the side effects, what they could be, uh, and then getting people's consent to get the vaccine. And then once the vaccine turns up at Benigo Health, that's when we'll have a list pretty much ready to go of who's going to be vaccinated at those facilities. Hey, Andrew, that's interesting you say that on Triple M because uh, I think a lot of people want to know what, what will you say if I'm about to get the jab or Kylie or whatever, what would you say as far as, uh, you know, the ramifications are concerned? Uh, what's going to happen? Are we not going to grow, grow another nose or...? Uh, no other noses, I'm afraid, but the side effects are really similar to other vaccines that we've got in general use. So if you've had the flu vaccine before, you pretty much know what to expect with this vaccine. There are no surprises. Uh, it's much the same as any other vaccine. So people can have a bit of a sore arm afterwards. That's not unexpected. Some people will have a bit of a fever, some aches and pains. Again, that's a minority of people, and these symptoms are usually very mild and disappear within 24 to 48 hours. So the symptoms are very much a sign that your immune system is actually being stimulated by the vaccine, which is actually what we want. So mm. side effects are a little bit more common in younger people because uh, younger people's immune system is generally a bit stronger than um, older people. Now, I did see on the news last night actually so much hype about it. It's very, very excited healthcare professionals receiving it and just saying that they finally feel like they've got something, they're armed with something to fight this disease head on, whereas this time last year it certainly wasn't the case. Yeah, it's important to think that the vaccine is not the complete fix to our problems. It's a massive boost and it's going to give us a great layer of added protection to what we've already been doing. But you're right, uh, we've been previously reliant on people using you know, personal protective equipment, PPE, social distancing, all those things, and we're all prone to lapses with those things, whereas once we've had a vaccine, well, we've had it and that's, uh, that can't be taken away from us. Now, whether we need to have further doses, that's still uh, that part of the science is still evolving. So it'd be great to get as many people vaccinated as soon as we can 
can uh, so that we can start to look at relaxing some of those uh, strategies that we've already had at the top of our minds. And just quickly, sorry, Carlos, for me, you actually sound excited by it, mate. Uh, you can tell in your voice that you're like, whoo, there's something here for us. Is that a fair call? Yes, well, look, it's not very often that we get to be in this position where we've got a new vaccine coming out, which is going to be a real game changer. Mm. So, yes, I'm, I'm definitely excited. I think uh, there's a good reason to be excited, and uh, I'll definitely be in the queue. Um, hopefully I'll be okay. not too far down the list, but um, there were people certainly ahead of me. Oh, you've just answered my next question. Uh, just quickly, two doses three weeks apart, is that the way that it stands at the moment? Yes, that's right. For the Pfizer vaccine, yes, two doses, three weeks apart. Uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine, that, we haven't got our hands on that yet, but it has been approved for use in Australia. That's going to be a different schedule. That's looking at two doses, but 12 weeks apart, actually. Rightio, which does bring us to our final question this morning. Pfizer versus AstraZeneca. Is there much difference, Andrew Mahoney of Bendigo Health? Uh, well, they're different names and there's different ingredients, so there are some differences. The side effects are very much similar. Uh, in terms of how good they are, that uh, depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for a vaccine that stops people from getting sick and going to hospital, then each vaccine is, stands on its own as uh, very much equivalent. Uh, but we're learning more about each vaccine, obviously, with more people being vaccinated. The latest study is showing that the Pfizer vaccine, uh, sorry, the AstraZeneca vaccine, I should say, with the 12-week gap, actually looks excellent. We're talking more than 80% effectiveness. So I think uh, it, it doesn't matter in many respects as to which vaccine people will get because they both stop people getting sick and going to hospital. Fair enough, too. That's what we wanted to hear. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Andrew Marnie, Clinical Lead of the Public Health Unit at Bendigo Health.